1: today through Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that every good and perfect gift comes from you. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your thoughts toward us are good and not evil, that we have a future and a hope in you. Father, we give your name praise today. Father, that you've allowed us to see another day, that this is a day that we have been loaded with benefits, God. Father, we thank you, God how you're keeping us. We thank you today for the victory, God. And Lord, as we prepare our minds and our hearts to hear your word, Father, we pray that your word is sent. We know your word is sent. We know your word does not return void. It accomplishes every purpose and every task for which it's sent. So, Lord God, for your sent word on today. We give you praise for those who are under the sound of my voice and those who are watching us online. Father, I thank you, Lord, that there'll be a deposit made into their lives, into their spirit. That as they hear your word, it will propel them into a different place, a new place, a better place. A place where more and more of your glory is revealed in their lives. So God, have your way. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory belongs to you. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the word. Well, that Carter is playing the drums, isn't he? Uh, before we get into the message, yeah, listen, listen, we need to encourage our children, especially when they're doing good things. So when Carter plays on Sunday, there shouldn't, you should not leave this sanctuary without stopping and letting Carter just pour So just encourage him. Just my, my wife found a video of Joshua playing when he was, I think he was eight. Amen. He was doing a little something. You know, I still have to teach him some. But it's, it's it's so important. It's so important that we encourage our children in the right things. Because as soon as they step onto the schoolyard, they're encouraged in the wrong things. But I got to believe that right That's overcomes right. wrong. <laughs> huh? Amen. You know, so so it's important for us to, to pour into our children to encourage and build, find out what they're passionate about. Find their gifting and push them towards it. Amen. Because Amen. Amen. there's nothing like somebody telling you, if you're a child, you did great, you did fantastic. If you're an adult, there's nothing like somebody telling you, right? You did great, huh? You know, and that's one of the reasons, we're going to get into word, but I want to say that's one of the reasons we're here. We come here. We come here to build each other up to encourage each other. The last place anybody ought to be torn down is inside the church. Last place anybody ought to be torn down is inside the church. We, we, we should be in the business of building people up, of expanding the kingdom, so that when visitors come in, they sense and they feel the love of Christ. When they see us on the street, they sense and they feel the love of Christ. Why? Because we're supposed to be different. We don't sound the same, we don't walk the same, we don't look the same. Amen. Amen. We talk we should talk different, Amen. right? Right? We should look different, we should dress different. Amen. Not that there's any no, I'm just gonna say, yeah, sometimes. Because sometimes you got I, I, Especially, uh, what in the world are they thinking? Obviously you did not pass by a mirror before you left your house. Uh, because some stuff just ain't cute. But you know what? The enemy has has has, has gotten the minds of our young people and, and and they're warped and they don't they don't know they don't know. Right is left, and left is right. Up is down, and down is up. Just, just all messed up. But we, have, but we have, we have to. That's why it's so important for us to keep our children covered. Amen. 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 And just and just and just because it's popular, don't mean it's good. Don't mean it's right. And just because somebody else says it's right, don't make, don't make it right. If it doesn't line up with what God says in his word, then it is not right. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Because some things just ain't all right. You know, not this, this young generation. Everybody it's all, everything's inclusive. You know, we don't want to call people wrong. We don't want to call wrong when we see wrong. Well, if that's what you want to do, it's, it's, it must be right. No, you're wrong. I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that, I know where that came from. Uh, but 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter, I think I know where that came from. 2 Second, Second Corinthians chapter 4, beginning in verse 15. And it reads, for all things are for your sakes, that the grace which is spreading to more and more people may cause the giving of thanks to abound to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction, is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, that means it, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The things which are seen are temporal means they, they'll pass away. They're here one moment, on the next, but the things which are not seen, those things which are eternal, they live and live and live and live, amen, so the thought I'd like to use this morning, my eyes are fixed, my eyes are fixed, amen, y'all pray with me. Tired, but I, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna give what the Lord has given to me. And I tell you, I I've, I've struggled this week between two thoughts. Um, and Joe said, "Elder So, what's your sermon title?" I said, "I don't know yet. I'm still waiting on it." <laughs> um. But there, there are two passages of scripture that I've been looking at um, this week, and, and I, I think it, I think they're connected. Of course, they're the word of God, so everything inside of the word of God is connected. Um, but 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and Matthew chapter 6, uh, I've been back and forth between those two scriptures. Um and our thought this morning is my eyes are fixed. When you hear the word fixed, you think about uh, focused. You think about, uh, you know, on target, on, you know, set. Uh, you think about, you know, when you hear my eyes are fixed, there, there, it does not note a lot of movement taking place. You know, because when my eyes are fixed, Amen. That they, they, they are centered around a certain task, a certain object, a certain you know there's a destination that my eyes are going towards. But when when did when my eyes are not fixed, you know, that lends opportunity for Why? distraction. Amen. You know, have have you ever been talking to somebody and their eyes are just all over the place? And, you know, so you can you can tell that they're not listening to you. There's nothing like having a conversation with somebody, and sometimes I'm bad about this where I, I, and i I'll, I'll admit it the The Lord has been dealing with me about this, that sometimes I'll have a conversation with someone and I get all the information I need to get. and then, okay, my, I'm done with the conversation. Right. So then, in the midst of that conversation, I might find myself looking away or going somewhere else mentally in my head. Why? Because I received all the information I needed to receive. Amen. It's it's a man thing, I believe. You know, I. <laughs> it, because, uh, in in most in most cases, in most situations, men you know men are simple beings you know not you know we, it doesn't take much for us you know right it 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 does it doesn't take much for us but you know so i, I, f- I find that you know sometimes you know i don't know all the answers and i def- i'm not one to ask a lot of questions you know give me the the basics to just and i'm good right so so it's important when we talk, when we talk, when we talk about our focus, and that's that's just a difference, but differences in people. It may be just me, uh, but when you talk about my eyes are fixed, it speaks to focus, right? And how important it is to be focused as as we are walking this walk. Why is it so important to be focused? Why? Because the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Is that right? Right, so so not only not only are you challenged with with what what how do I grow in this walk? How do I walk in this walk? How do I continue to mature and progress? But now there are so many things that are that, that can seemingly be coming up against us, right? The coming up against us. We have to we have to deal with our own flesh at times, don't we? Huh? because that that flesh is going to rise up at every opportunity every chance it gets and if we are not focused if our eyes are not fixed then we can find ourselves lending lending uh, pre- uh lending the flesh allowing him allowing the flesh to take control right not only that but then the thief who's come to steal to kill and to destroy all of those things that are coming up against us. so you have to be determined, right? You have to be determined and, and focused that you are going to you are going to continue to walk by faith and not by sight, that you are going to continue to trust God. Why? Because in the midst of all these things, God has said that victory belongs to who? Victory belongs to him and it belongs to me, right? right he causes us to triumph when he causes us to triumph always so i have to be able to get to a place where i can walk into any situation with that confidence and that assurance right that i am, that i am victory walking Right. That means that my that that speaks to the fact that my eyes are fixed. Right. I am victory walking. So look at Second Corinthians chapter four in Second Corinthians chapter four, verse fifteen. Paul says, "For all things are for your sake." Somebody say my sake, my sake. That the grace which is spreading to more and more people may cause the giving of thanks to abound to the glory of God. So I want you to understand what's happening here. Paul says that all things are for your sake. They are for my sake. Why? Because His grace is spreading to more and more people. That as all, that as all of these things, all of these things God is doing for me. Why? So that so that His grace can be spread among other people. As His grace is spread among other people, what's happening He's getting the glory. So I understand ultimately what God wants to see inside of my life is he wants to receive the glory. And then he says, therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. Now, then in verse 17, he says for momentary. Somebody say momentary. momentary. Now, what is momentary? It's a passing moment, right? Uh, it's a second, right? It's a minute, it's an hour, but it has an end to it. For momentary light affliction, is producing for us an eternal weight. Somebody say eternal. Eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. Now, how easy is it to look at the things that, that you see? It's easy to look at the things that you see, right? Uh, when I walk on my job, there are things that I see. And I have to make a I have to make a decision, a conscious decision in that moment, what how I'm going how I'm going to respond to the things that I see. In life situations, there are things that you see every day, right? There are things that we encounter every day, and, and we have to, in that situation, in that instance, we have to make the right decision about how we are going to be respond, how we're going to respond. Because in that situation, you're looking at it one of two ways. You're looking at, at you're looking at either from a temporal standpoint or an eternal standpoint. I am looking at things in my life either from a temporal perspective or an eternal perspective. Paul is encouraging us to look at things from an eternal perspective. Why? Because when we see things from a temporal perspective, they're going to pass away. Right? They're, they're going to come to an end. You know, th- think, think about times or situations where someone upsets you. Has anybody ever upset you in your life? Huh? and now you walked away and and you 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 ups you mad and angry and you holding on that thing and you know what they ain't even thinking about you they said something for 1 second and now you're all bothered you're all bothered right now so and 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 here's here's the thing while we look at things that are there are thing, we don't look at things that are temporal, but we look at things that are eternal. Because, because understand, when, when someone says something to upset you, I got a question for you. Is it that someone? Is it that someone? The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So so much of our lives we're accustomed to looking at things from a temporal perspective. We look at a doctor's report from a temporal perspective. We look at our bank account. Absolutely. We look at our bank, we look at our bank account from a temporal perspective. And the first one I want to make, inside of that. When you begin to do that, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to get distracted when you begin to look at things from a temporal perspective. And and the thing about it is it's natural. But it's natural for us to say it's natural. And think about it. How much sense does it make for us as eternal beings talking about something that's natural? Huh? Think about that. Have you ever have you ever had a thought come to mind and say, "Oh, that's eternal"? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> hey, huh? H- have have you ever thought about how to? Act? Oh, yeah. You know what? This is just this is just me acting eternal, right? Absolutely not, huh? But I will say, oh, that's just natural. That's just how, huh? Right? Why? Because it's, it, because it's in my nature. But the first point I want to make is, is it's important for us not to get distracted because there are distractions, distractions are intended to pull us off target. That's why I was looking at in Matthew chapter 6. In Matthew ch- chapter 6, Jesus is saying, um, don't be anxious for your life as to what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor for your body to what you should put on. Is not life more than food and the body and clothing. And he goes, he goes on to say um, in verse 31, Do not be anxious in saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink. With what shall we clothe ourselves. For all these things the Gentiles eagerly seek. For your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. So when you when you talk about that 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 in a sense that in a sense is anxiety, right? When when you begin to, when you become so over, overwhelmed with the things of today, with the cares of life, that you lose sight, you lose focus on on what's important, on where your true focus should be, right? And it only takes for a second, it only takes a second for something to happen or somebody to say something. And then then here our thought pattern has now gone way off base. Now we're distracted from where we need to be and we have to struggle to get back to that right place. And and the, the thing is, when you begin to get distracted and you take your eyes off that fixed position of Christ, right, you become susceptible. You become susceptible to anything the enemy might throw your way. Not just anything that any enemy might throw you away, but you come, you become susceptible to your own mind. Somebody say, "Oh Lord," because <laughs> uh, sometimes we think crazy, don't we? Huh? Sometimes we think we think crazy, and then, and then, I mean, you know, some stuff you see on TV and stuff, and some stuff you see. You see, on on the internet, it's just it's just crazy, right? And and the, the 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 problem is we don't we don't want to go through the process, right? We don't we don't want to go through want to go through the process. Um, I mean, who somebody somebody sent me a video. I think a, a friend of mine sent us a video about a woman that wanted her stomach to go away. She needed to lose weight. And the pastor prayed for her. So to her, now listen. You can come to the altar if you want to. The pastor prayed for her. That her stomach will go away. Now, listen, if you ask me anything about your stomach, I'm going to tell you to eat some vegetables and go walk three miles. But you see how, how e- because we have a propensity to want things to be easy. We have a propensity to want things to be handed to us. Oftentimes we have no desire to work hard. For those things or put forth the energy, the effort it takes. Right? I mean, think about how much effort and energy it takes to keep your mouth shut. In times when you need to keep your mouth shut. Why don't you just keep your mouth shut? Just, Lord, I need some help with keeping my mouth shut. Because because that takes effort on our parts. It takes effort on our parts. And you know what? We, we, we get so caught up in that space, in that area of distraction, right, that it's not even a thought for us when it comes to when it comes to acting according to the victory that Jesus says that we have, right? Because if I'm operating in distraction, I'm not operating in victory, am I? I'm not walking in victory. If I am if easily distracted, I am, not, I am not experiencing the victory that Christ wants me to experience in my life. The second part, be clear or know who your target is. Know who your target is. It's important for us to understand, in Paul, in Corinthians, he said, we look not at things which are, we're not looking at things which are temporal, but we're looking at things which are eternal. Now, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? But against principalities and, and powers. Against a host of spiritual wickedness in high places, Right? Right, that's what, that's what we're wrestling, wrestling against. So my, so our issue and our problem is not with people, is it? Huh? Our issue and our problem is not with people, it's with the enemy. Because the enemy is coming to us through people. But too often times, we, we, we become cloudy when it comes to who our target is. Because now I'm carrying around offense and anger and frustration and hurt with you, When what has happened is the enemy is trying to keep me from walking in that right mindset and that that fixed position on Jesus Christ. I mean, too, oftentimes we come against people before we'll come against the enemy. We will come against people before we'll come against the enemy. All the while, he's he's sitting back and laughing. Why? Why? Because he, he, has, he has strategically kept us, right? He has strategically kept us from, from being and moving into what God has for us. How, it, how? Listen, every time you get upset with somebody, it ought to be a challenge for you. It ought to be a wake-up call for you and say, Lord, you need to help me right here. Right? Whether it's a co-worker, a spouse, a child, Lord, you need to help me right here. You need to help my mind. Help me to see, see the see the right picture, right? Because the picture I'm looking at right now has got me confused and distracted. And I know I'm not operating the way I'm supposed to be operating. God, so what I need you to help me do right now is reel it back in. And now I'm more focused when it comes to what it is you want me to do, how you want me to move, where you want me to go. What do you want me to say? God bridle my tongue, bridle my tongue, so, so I speak in a manner that brings you glory. Why? Because ultimately, what he is wanting to do is spread grace. Through the spreading of grace, people will give him more glory. More glory will abound to him, right? So as I as I begin to ex, ex as I begin to expend grace. Right? It causes people to give glory to God, right? Not only that, it puts me in a place, right? It puts me in a place where I'm not susceptible to being distracted or or caught off balance when it comes to what it is that God wants me to do. And when when you consider applying this to every element, every aspect of our lives, right, it is so key for us to always be consciously aware. Okay, where's my mind? <coughs> what am I thinking? Because at the, you know, at the end of the day, this only this only matures in us through practice. This is not this is not this is not a fairy dust moment, nor is it a, a slap you on the forehead and push you down on the floor moment. It, it's a maturing moment, right? It's a maturing moment that's, that says, you know what? there are things that I understand and I know about God. how much how and how much of a benefit is it to me to sing one thing and act another. right? So as I begin to understand this listen if victory belongs to me, there are some things that I have to do to be able to access that victory, right? Victory is not just gonna run up behind me, chase me down, no matter how I'm acting, and say, Okay, I'm here now. No, there's some things that you there are some things that you have to navigate through. There are some things that you have to respond properly to. There's some actions that you'll have to take. There's some actions that you will have to not take in order to access the victory that we're talking about. So it's important for me to understand. I've got to know who my target is, right? He, is, he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy, right? So I move beyond the distraction, and now I get to the point where now, as things begin to come, as I begin to see things that are happen, be, happening, because my focus is on eternal things, and rather than temporal things, now I respond in the right manner. Right? Now, Now I respond... In the right manner. And then the last thing is remember the butt. Somebody say, Remember the butt. B U T. Just one T. Just one T. Just one T. Remember the butt. The butt is extremely important because what the butt does is the butt defines your reality. The butt defines where you are. What are you talking about, Elder Stone? I'm getting ready. We can go there in a second. The but the butt defines everything that God has done to keep you. The butt speaks to everything that God will do to sustain you. It speaks to everything that God has purposed for you. All of that is wrapped in the but. So it's important for us to remember the but. Because if I forget about the but, then I get caught up in the now. If if I forget about the but, then I get caught up in the now and whenever i get caught up in the now now i find myself looking at things which are temporal second corinthians chapter 4 says verse 7 says but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the surpassing greatness of the power may be of god and not from ourselves verse 8 says we are afflicted in every way. The next word says what? Huh? The next word says what? Not crushed. Perplexed. The next word says what? But not despairing. Persecuted. The next word says what? But not forsaken. Struck down. The next word says what? but not destroyed. So all these things, Paul says we have this treasure in earthen vessels and we are experiencing all these things for this light affliction, this momentary affliction. It's but for a moment, right? But it leads to a far more exceeding eternal, somebody say eternal, eternal weight of glory. Now, the, the thing is, you will have but experiences every single day of your life. You will have but experiences every single day of your life, right? But it's important to remember, to remember the but. Because what Paul is saying, Paul is saying in 2 Corinthians, inside of this treasure, and you think about it, we have a treasure in earthen vessels, right? But we are afflicted in every way. We have this treasure in earthen vessels, but we're persecuted. We have this treasure in earthen ve- vessels and we're struck down. Right, all those things are happening, but in the midst of that what God is saying is, is those things are for one are, are for one purpose. So that my grace can be spread. So that I can get the glory. So in, inside of this walk, it becomes extremely important that we learn. We learn how to, to bridle our tongues. We learn how to think on the right things. In Thessalonians, when Paul talked about how we should think of things that are lovely, that are good, right? Huh? Think on, think on those things that are true. That's so important because when when your your mind is focused on the right things, right you'll think the right thoughts. right The right things will bring about the right thoughts. So it's important it's important for us to understand that as we begin to walk in this walk, right our eyes have to be fixed. Right eyes have to. Fe- the Bible talks about looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Right, the Bible says, "Who for the joy that was set before him, right, he despised the shame and endured the cross." Why? Because his eyes were fixed. His eyes were fixed. I mean. Think about the Bible says that he despised the shame and endured the cross. Look, the crucifixion was a shameful death in that time. Now, how many, th- let me ask you a question. How many things have you allowed, have, how many things have you been willing to go through when you knew you could make a choice not to? How many things have you just accepted for the sake of Christ when you knew you had the power and ability to walk, to walk away from? How many things in our lives have we, how many times in our lives have we said, I'm not going to take that Why not you know I've heard people say what you ain't gonna do <laughs> or what we ain't gonna do huh is that is that a little <laughs> I'm a little closer to all <laughs> you know what what we ain't gonna do but you know, take a step back take a step back and say okay God is this an opportunity for your grace to be spread right is this an opportunity for your grace to be spread is there a different way is there a different way for me to handle this situation uh, and, I t- and 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 this i'm i'm not exempt i i i'm growing we all we all are growing right we all are growing but but we, we have to learn that so much of what we do from day to day severely impacts the progress that we make and the things that we see when it comes to God being made manifest in our lives. You know, we get caught up on the big things, right? But it's the little things. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. Right? We we get caught up. We get caught with we, we, we when it comes to God, we're thinking about the big thing. Why? Because we got all the little things. We don't want God, we don't want God to Listen, God, you just handle the big stuff. Let me handle the little stuff, right? Let me handle the little stuff the way I want to handle it, right? Because when he starts dealing with me about how I handle the little stuff, now I'm feeling some type of way. Right, but but no, so it's all it's all about day-to-day our day-to-day living and day-to-day life. As we begin to understand how critical it is for us to say, you know what, God, I'm continually looking at those things. I'm fixing my eyes on the things that are eternal, right? I'm understanding how easy it is to get distracted, so I know I got to stay focused, right? I know I got to stay focused, and then I know who my target is. And I also, uh, the last thing I understand is, the things that I experience, right, all things are working together for my good. Why? Because I love the Lord and I'm called according to his purposes. So so every instance, every situation I face is an opportunity for God's grace and his glory to be revealed. For his grace and his glory to be revealed. and And so we have to learn that process we have to learn that process and understanding that, that grace is not just something that we should expect from God, but grace is something that we should be looking to give to others. Grace is not just something that comes to me from God. Grace is something I'm looking to extend to others because that's when the impact is made, where people will, will see the grace of God and say, you know What? That, how they're handling that that could be nobody but God but it's in it's in an everyday moment it's in the everyday moments that we have the opportunity and this is this is not going to come natural does that make sense it's it's not going to be instinctive for us to do this we have to practice it right? We have to practice it. And and the reality is, it's hard. Right? It is difficult to have to have a circumstance in your life that is a struggle. It is difficult to have a circumstance in your life that your first thought is this thing needs to go. That's the challenge. It's difficult to have a circumstance in your life that says, why me? Why do I have to deal with this? God says, why not you? God says, why not you? Because if somebody was going through this who didn't believe in me, how would the world come to know what I could do in this situation? So it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. It's all about how we respond and where our eyes are focused on. Is it a bad report, or is it opportunity? Whether it's, uh, whether it's spouse, children, brother, sister, It's opportunity. Job situation. It's opportunity. Right? Just avail yourself to what God, and the important thing is to trust God and what he said in his word. That he would never leave us nor forsake us. And every promise that is in his word is for us. And if you keep that focus and that attention, if that's what you're fixed on, Before you know it, you will walk in to the things that God has for you. Amen. Amen. Keep your eyes fixed. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. How many of you ever find yourself saying this? I have got to do better. <laughs> I have got to do better. You know what? Maybe, maybe we should, we need a shirt that says that. We need to put that on our refrigerator. Because one, you can always do better. But two, it serves as a reminder. It serves as a reminder that, that you know what? You got to do better. You know, and that's the, and that's what we're here for—to challenge each other, to encourage each other, and say, you know what, you can do better. I'm not judging, but I can do better too. We all can do better, and it becomes it, it becomes apparent when we begin to extend that grace. when you think about it. Were it not for people, how could the enemy still kill and destroy? at each day God see every opportunity we have to spread grace that your glory can be revealed Father God we thank you for victory through Jesus Christ we thank you God that we have the right to become the sons of God, sons and daughters of God so God just have your way in our lives with seal this word in our spirit that as we continue to grow God we grow in grace we grow in stature in you so Father we lift everyone up under the sound of my voice and those who are watching online (laughs) and God it's our prayer that we begin to inventory ourselves and say you know what there are, some, there are some opportunities in my life where I could extend a little more grace. Where we take inventory of ourselves, and you know what, There's are some small things that I've been holding on to that I need to let God have. And let him lead me in these things. Father, we lift up every situation, every circumstance that each one of us is facing
0: in this body
1: right now, God.
0: Whether it's healing,
1: deliverance, restoration, God, we thank you right now, God. We're not bothered, we just want to see your glory. We're not anxious, God, we just want to see your glory. We know that you care for us. We know that you're going to provide for us. So have your way. We bless you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank God for his word. Hopefully you are blessed by the word. It's so important for us to pay attention. Amen. I mean, I, it's, it's important for us to pay attention to ourselves. Sometimes we don't pay attention to ourselves, and we need to pay attention to ourselves. Because sometimes ourselves ain't as good as we think ourselves are. Uh, sometimes ourselves ain't doing what we think ourselves are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes ourselves need to sit down and get our mind right before we move any further. Amen. But we pray for ourselves and encourage ourselves and say, I can do better. Amen. Amen. If you're in here and you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, that's the first step in doing better. Amen. That's the first step in doing invite you right now to to come to the altar. If you're watching us online and if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he is waiting for you with open arms. Amen. He loves you. He died for you. And he wants to see you brought back into fellowship with the Father. Amen. So if you're watching with us online and, and you've not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, would pray this simple prayer with me. Dear Lord, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I also understand that Jesus Christ came and died for my sins. Dear Lord, today I repent of my sins and I ask Jesus Christ to come into my life and be my Lord and Savior. With my mouth, I confess that He is Lord. And with my heart, I believe. Amen.
0: I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed, to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in